0: until it starts. Fuck. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Tales from the Pit, brought to you by two badass bitches, Hops
1: and LT. Two pepperoni pizza eating badass bitches.
0: Yep, and we have been friends for a decade and counting.
1: Fuck, oh, it's a long time.
0: You know, we realized that, uh, What we talk about a lot is about the shows we go to together and not together. And when we hang out with our friends, we like to hear about the shows that they go to. You know, you go to a show and they're so amazing and you want to talk about them. You want to tell everybody how great it was. and, And you say it the day after maybe and then it gets lost. But it's not like you ever forget. So, you know, we really wanted a place where people could come and just talk about that. Like, what's your most memorable live music experience? Was it a good one? Was it a bad one? Was it something that you, you know, is it a band that you have to see every time they come to town? Is it a band that you'll travel across the country to go see? Is it, you know, your best friend's band from high school that doesn't even play anymore? I don't know. It's infinite possibilities. And we don't want to put any limitations on this. There's no... You know, it's just, what do you love? What What is it about live music that you love, and what is your most memorable live music experience? And
1: memorable doesn't even have to be good. Right. It doesn't have to be positive. No. It could be the worst it thing you've ever seen. Worst. But... It's so bad that you have to tell everyone how bad it was. Right. Or... But not, without, be, without talking shit about it. Right. Because, I mean,
0: to be fair, these guys are still going up there putting their heart on the stage. Of course. Whether it's good or bad, you know... And that's it's all about, you know, personal preference. And we are very open. We do not judge, maybe <laughs> a little, but we try not to. Um, you know, but we just really want to talk about that all the time with everybody. So that's why we're doing this. That's our main goal.
1: So, what's the one that you would want to talk about?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked. <gasps> Ooh. Um. So, it was uh, the year was 2003 and <laughs> set the stage for it. <laughs> I was a mere 20 20 question mark. No, it was 19. I wasn't 20 yet. Ooh. I was 19. And I wanted to go see we were, we were in college and I'm sure you can guess by now that this story involves the person sitting to my right. Um, which is hops.
1: I'm everywhere.
0: She is everywhere. <laughs> You're everywhere to your <laughs> me. Okay, anyway. So I wanted to go see this band for There Seems Forever. And Hobbs had seen them before. And she's one of those people that if you are really into a show or into a band and you really want to go see them play, she will go with you. Even if she doesn't really want to see them, she'll go with you just because you want to go so bad. So she'll take one for the team and she'll be like, all right, fine, I'll go with you. It's fine.
1: But like, there has to be some redeeming quality about this. Right. That's worth going to see again. Right. <laughs> this band was
0: not that redeeming quality in
1: this story. <laughs> and let me
0: just set that up. So I went to go see this band. They were emo-ish. And, you know, she had told me, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the album was decent. It wasn't a bad album. There was, like, two good songs on it. And <laughs> I wanted to go see those two good songs. So she was like, all right, yeah, we'll go with you. And it was some... And I forget exactly what it was for, but it was some like show where there was a lot of different bands from a lot of different genres, and it was at the Electric Factory in Philly.
1: Was it Plea for Peace?
0: It wasn't Plea for Peace. Take a- the Take Action Tour. That's what it was, the Take Action Tour, yeah. So it was September 19th, 2003. It was the Take Action Tour that was at the Electric Factory in Philadelphia, and I wanted to go see this band called Further Seems Forever. Now, Hops has seen this band before, and had some opinions about their live performance and some specific people in the band in general.
1: Oh. However,
0: she was going to humor me and go early because I mean the show started at like three p.m. It was like an it was an all day thing, so it was like all right, we're gonna go early. We're gonna like see this band that you want to see. But there's another band that I want to see, so, like, whatever. Like, yeah, 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 I'll go with you. And this is also how she talks, by the way. Yeah, 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 I'll go with you. We'll see them, whatever, whatever. But then there's something else I want to see. That's what you sound like. Right? Okay. So, are you going to comment on this? Are you just going to let me run
1: with it? I'm trying to find the name of the guy that sang for them.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. So, she's doing some research, and I'm just going to continue with the story. So, we were all the way up in the front and i think the band that i was going to see was maybe the second or third or fourth band to f- perform that day so there was like a decent amount of people there and we're all the way up in the front and we see them and they come on and when i say it was less than spectacular is an You're understatement being about it. <laughs> um so you know i kind of felt bad a little bit that i had like drug her out during the whole day to go see this band and, like, yeah, like, we had been hanging out and seeing shows for maybe a couple months now, you know, so, like, I was still in that place of, like, oh, I feel kind of bad. I made you come to this thing. You didn't really want to come and now i I did that, I wouldn't give a shit but at the time, I still cared <laughs> and... So we're like watching this, and we're this guy's like super I don't know. it just it just wasn't great. But I was so happy to be there, and we were like up close. I think it was the closest I've ever been to a band that I went to see in my life. We were like five rows back from from the stage, maybe maybe three. We were like super close.:
1: Really close.
0: Really close. So they're done. Show's over which is actually a blessing in disguise. And we're just kind of, like, standing around waiting for this other band that Hops wanted to see. Now, I had never heard of them before, had, you know, and she was like, yeah, I want to go see this band. I want to go see this band, Dillinger. They're really awesome. Yeah, yeah, you'll like it, whatever. And I was like, "Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll go with you. So I go to see this, like, emo band that's, like, super whiny. There's a whole bunch of girls up front. People are kind of dancing, kind of moving around, but pretty much just like a stagnant crowd, Right. All of a sudden, I, you know, we're standing up. And like I said, a couple seconds ago, we're about like f- three to five people from the stage. And all of a sudden I start seeing a lot of like bearded men in hoodies, like gathering around our space. And There's it kind of happened.
1: Right, Always a sign.
0: But at the time, I didn't know that this was a sign because, oh, I should have prefaced with the shows that I had gone to prior to this were like New Kids on the Block some Incubus shows, pretty, like, mainstream stuff. So, like, I was still kind of new to to this whole scene, and I didn't really know anything, which is even better. I should have said that in the beginning, but it's fine that that's coming out now. It actually makes more sense. It because, makes more sense right. now, yeah. So we're standing around. I see all these men, a lot of beards, a lot of hoodies, <laughs> black or maroon, it's still up for debate, and... I, you know, I say to her and I'm like, like, where are these dudes coming from? Like, they are, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, some people don't have shirts on. Some people do have shirts on. And I'm just like, what's going on? And she's like, uh, oh, you'll see. You'll see. And I'm like, what will I see? She's like, ah, oh, you'll be fine. Just just it's fine. And again, this is how she talks. You'll hear later. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like looking around and then I see these like pockets of people like these like pockets of men and and they're like very condensed and they're really close to one another and i'm getting a little suspicious a little bit nervous i'm not gonna lie i was like really nervous i'm like what the fuck is going on i don't understand she's totally fine cool as a cucumber like yeah yeah it's cool you'll be it's fine it's fine
1: i'm pretty much going pockets of men's a good band name right we should start yeah. a band called pockets of men
0: which is also kind of how we live our life by what band names yeah, should probably. be
1: yeah.
0: or could be yeah or could be
1: they probably exist you probably in do. In another language somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, find them. back yes. to me being a dick.
0: Right. So also, this is back in the year of the pomps. So Hop's always had a pomp in her hair and a bandana. And, like, she just looked badass. And here I am with, like, blonde hair, like, not having any fucking idea what's going on. All these, like, bearded men in black maroon hoodies. Like, I don't know. And then this music comes on. And it was the intro music. And it gets, like, everybody starts getting real loud, real excited, and then everything starts, like, condensing. And it's just, like, I feel the walls closing in on me, and I don't know what's happening. And, like, the lights go down, and there's these, like, flashing bulbs... And it's like Stroby, and she's totally fine. And I'm freaking the fuck out, and everybody else is having a good time. And I'm just like, what's going on? And I'm like, about to have an anxiety attack, but I'm like, trying to play it cool again because it's like my first time really at like a show with her in this capacity. So I'm trying to be like, kind of cool about it. And like, yeah, I got it. But in the inside, I'm like, freaking the fuck out. And then this band comes out. Was like they got, was like, they, you know, they stroll out like one by one. And then all of a sudden, this just—I I don't even know how to explain. It. Just like this noise, but it, like, and a good noise happens, and then everybody like bomb rushes the stage. She disappears, and I have no idea where she goes. She disappears into the Bye. crowd. I'm um, right. She's here right now. I'm by myself, and I'm, like, getting trampled on by, like, all these dudes, and I can't, like, I don't know what's going on, so I, like, try and get out of the crowd, and I'm, like, trying to get to the back, and I end up on the floor, no joke, crawling on my hands and knees, because, like, that's my own, I can't actually get up, because there's too many people, like, around, so I'm, like, crawling on my hands and knees, I finally pop up, pop up. And I still can't see what's going on because there's too many people, and I just hear like a lot of like really awesome, like a lot of bass, a lot of drums, and I'm like liking what I'm hearing, but I can't see anything and I can't register. So I like, again, uh, you know, like I crawl my way to the back. It probably takes me a solid 15 to 20 minutes to go from where we were to where I ended up, which is at the back of the venue. And by the time I got to the back of the venue, one, I was happy to be alive because I wasn't sure I was going to make it. Two, I was like, where the fuck is Hops?" Because I, I, like, is she going to make it? Like, this crowd is fucking crazy. Like, everybody's crawling on each other and jumping, and there's crowd surfers, and there's mosh pits, and, like, literally the entire middle of the room was one large mosh pit. And then the third thought I had was, this is really fucking cool. (laughs) What is going on? And it was just like feeling through my entire body that I didn't know that I was yearning for or that I wanted or that I knew. I didn't even know it was out there. I didn't even know it was a thing. And I just remember standing in the back I, at this time, like I, I didn't even know what the band was called. I had no idea what they were called. I know that she said it to me at some point, but it didn't like register. She said like Dillinger or something. And I was like, OK. And um, so I just stood back there for the whole, you know, they probably played for a solid, like, 25, 30 minutes. And
1: then the longest 30 minutes of your life.
0: Yeah, because it took me about, like, 10 to 15 of those to get to where I was. And then the last 15, I was able to, like, really take it in. And I just remember looking at all the people and just being like, they're having the best time everybody was so pumped everybody was so into it and it's like music that literally took over from your head to your toes every hair in your body stood up and I will never forget that moment and I've been to a lot of shows and this is one I like details that I will never forget and I remember just standing back there and just being in awe and not even like I couldn't even comprehend it till maybe like a day or two later what actually went down so I'm standing back there You know the show ends and everybody like all like everybody kind of chills out and then just goes their own separate ways and everybody's like normal people again. They went from these like maniac crazy like people to just like kind of normal and they went. Some people went to the bar, some people went outside to smoke and whatever. And then apparently then like hops appears and she's like she's like oh hey like you know like uh," and she's all like sweaty and like kind of like. Definitely looks different than when I left her. Definitely looked like a different person, but in a good way. You looked adorable. And I don't I glowing. think. Yeah, because you can't I not was totally glowing. And then, you know, that it, that that's the experience. And then I was like, who the fuck was that? And I don't even know if we talked about it at the time. I think I just kind of didn't even know what to say at all. I was just like kind of I, I don't even know. I just didn't know. And I then I found out who it was. And it was this band called the Dillinger Escape Plan, which is yeah. fucking amazing, which has been the soundtrack of our lives since, for me, 2003. Perhaps I think it was a little bit before that.
1: Early 2001. Yeah. Whoever the asshole is that picked. The CDs that were sold in the Philadelphia University bookstore is our, hero. is our fucking hero. Yes. I don't know who you are. Whoever you are. Whoever you are, if there's a way to get a hold of me, high fives. I'll buy best. You drinks. We're going to hang out because that's where I bought that record. Yes. Before I went home on a bus trip and I listened to it there and that was the end.
0: Yes. And that is my most, by far, most memorable live music experience i'm not saying that that was the best show i've ever seen i'm not saying that that is i mean they're one of my favorite bands so i am saying that but it it was just like i remember literally every detail because it was it impacted my life from that moment on to the point where i didn't look at live music the same again i yearned for that high that i got from it you know, and again, this was we were 19, 20 years old. We weren't drinking. We it, it was literally just a high from the music. Just pure love of music, high high of music and, you know, we've gone to some other really great shows, which I'm sure you will hear about in upcoming episodes, but that one changed the way I viewed music and that is why to me that's my most memorable experience.
1: And the high from Shortless Man Sweat. Oh my god. A lot, of a, sure lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of
0: sweaty gross you know but that was also after that show i remember you saying to me you were like so you made it exactly like that <laughs> Exact. her words were so you made it and i was like yeah kind of i ended up on the fucking floor and then i had to cross she's like yeah but you made it all right cool and then after that is when she taught me the kind of rules of hardcore metal shows. She didn't do it before, which is why I called her kind of an asshole at the beginning of this podcast. Why would I do it
1: before? Right. She why to see, would that, what fun would that be? Right.
0: She wanted to see if I could, like, handle it or if I liked it or whatever before she, like, wasted the time to give me, like, the background knowledge that I needed. But then after that, it's like, you know, there was an etiquette that needed to be taught, and she taught it to me, and... Then I also carried that with me to every other show and learned a lot. And it's great.
1: The obscene part about that story is that the number one rule is if someone falls, you pick them up. And how you were on the floor for 10 minutes is beyond me.
0: I was on the floor for quite a while. Okay, so in my mind... Sometimes I exaggerate. No, but it like, still, may it's not probably, have been. It's probably true. It was many, <laughs> many, many, many minutes numerous times. But yes, it was crawling. It was getting it, it was it was a struggle. But I made it. Like just like you said, where, you made it.
1: Yeah. Like there have been times I've fallen. Oh, I just like put an arm out and like not even look. And then someone's just like on the other end of the arm. Yeah. Good for so you. So It just like blows my mind yeah. that that's how that went.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Ugh. But it was a
0: really big crowd, so maybe that was a thing. Disappointed. It's okay, it's okay. They made up for it in many other ways later. Days. I blame dates. it on all the
1: people I went to see further seems forever. I, well, that was you, so I can't really say that. That was me.
0: <laughs> well, I blame it on myself because I didn't know any better. So I am right there with you. <laughs> so that is my. That is kind of where the the genesis of this entire podcast is coming from, because then. Uh,
1: I like. Can you just sing all the intros for me? Talking. Yes. Yes. And then. And then at boy. So that was two thousand
0: three.
1: It was two thousand three. So it's fourteen. Fuck.
0: So, needless to say, fourteen years ago, we we have probably seen said band at least that many times. I would say close to that many.
1: I don't even like. So, I mean, I don't even remember seeing them at the electric factory.
0: Well, you were there. Cause I
1: know I was there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because the only reason there. you went is because they were there. Well, of and, course. Yeah. Right. Because you were like, I got to see them there. Yeah, I'll go with you. Cause the only there.
1: time I think I'd seen them before that is at Monster Fest in Burlington, Vermont. Yes. Yeah. At Monster Fest in Burlington, Vermont. Uh, we packed the car and drove up there overnight there were maybe uh, nine of us between two cars and it was basically in a gym and they had they set it up where it was like two stages but when you get there it's one giant gym stage that's cut in half and so on the left side you have a band that's playing and on the right side you have a band that's setting up and it was kind of bananas where you see like pie balls on one side of the stage and then you have another band on the other side of the stage but that whole day, the headliners were, on one stage, it was Converge. Oh, my ins- God. Which I is that's another whole story then, that got real loud. Yeah, it was good. Love them. And on the other side of the stage is Dylan Drisket player. Ugh, who, at this like, point, all I'd ever heard was that first record bought from the fucking PU school store, whoever you, thank you, are, whoever I you, you drinks, are. Thank, you. thank, thank you. you, whoever you are. Thank you. Thank you, whoever you are. You're a hero. Yeah. Uh, 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 um. And so we go, and we're watching Converge, and, like, that was the first time I'd ever seen them, too. Oh and that was God, amazing. I can and, and he, so, like,
0: orchestrates the uh, entire so
1: everything. Okay, sorry, guys. No, whatever. Detour. And so... It's fine. He's <laughs> it so good. He's so but, good. So they're playing on one half of the stage, and you could see Dillinger setting up on the other side of the stage, which I was kind of conflicted, believing that was even existing, number one. I was too into what was happening in front of me to even pay attention. And then the Converge set ends... And then the minute, not even minute, I couldn't even say that. The second the Converge set ends, the Dillinger set I begins. Even, I and I, even. I think my body couldn't move for like two minutes. I bet. I was in shock. Yeah. I do not know what the fuck to do with myself. Because like
0: when they, that's exactly, I had the same reaction. When they start, you can't, you don't know what is happening to any part. You're like, all senses are going at like a hundred miles yeah. an hour. And it's just like they're all going so you can't do anything
1: if that makes any sense.
0: Oh no, yeah, absolutely. But it's the greatest feeling in the world.
1: Yeah. That was yeah, which was amazing. And that was yeah. also the show where they played a cover of White Wedding and fucking Greg blew fire on everybody. Oh my god.
0: Never Best. seen it duplicated. I have never seen that. Never either. seen it duplicated. Nope, I have never seen it. I've seen videos of him doing that, but I have I've never seen it live. I've seen the jumping off of things. Yeah. But I've never seen him blow fire.
1: Covering White Wedding and spinning fire on everybody. That sounds amazing. Uh.
0: So clearly, she went into this. And let me just back up a little bit. So clearly, <laughs> she went into this show knowing what was going to happen and she didn't tell me shit and just let me kind of no, like yeah. go with it and i'm there for some emo bs where like none of that's going to happen and then i end up in this mosh pit situation where yep. i may or may not make it out alive yep. luckily i did i lived to talk about it i will tell anybody about that show because it it just changed everything i i was already I'm still at, the same asshole I, I mean that hasn't changed no no. that has not changed at all you were still exactly the same as, yeah. as well and I would not want it any other way Yes, because I just wouldn't but you know and it's it, it didn't change my love of live music it didn't change why I go but it did change the way I viewed it in a way and it changed what I'm looking for because it like I don't know it like sparks something inside of me that it's like I've always tried to find again and they are one of the few bands that every time I see them, I get that same feeling
1: Mm.
0: every single time. And I've seen some bands multiple times and they're great, but it's like, I I don't always walk out of there with this like euphoric, like that was amazing. And I can honestly say that every time I've seen that band perform live, I have walked out of there and just been like, that was fucking great. And that is, that is it. That is a thing. That's the thing they have that thing. Do you know what I mean? It. They have it.
1: It. Capital and they I, capital yes.
0: T. And they had that it for me before I even knew who they were. Uh, you know, and 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 I, I honestly, and I'm like talking a little bit of shit on house for not giving me so many background on it, but I'm kind of glad she didn't. That's okay. Because I didn't because I think she did it the right way cuz <laughs> if she would have given me, if she would have told me something and I had an expectation, then I would have expected them to live up to something. But instead, I had no idea. So it was either a love it or hate it situation. And I loved it. And then I think between me and you, I'm going to get gushy for a minute and you're going to vomit in your mouth. But like, in that moment, I think it made us connect more because it was like, oh, we both love this thing. We both can do this thing. And we want to we we do all these things and we can do them together. <laughs> right. She has to open her mouth. But it's true. And she can vom all she wants, but it's true. And there's there's not a lot of people who f- feel the way we do about that type of thing. Just admit
1: it. I mean, who needs them? I'm kidding.
0: Whatever. She loves me. She's not going to admit it on there, but I'll admit it for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. So... Uh, fast forward, however many years, it's 2017 now, is that the year we're in? Yeah. Is it? Yes, Joe just confirmed. I feel like it's like 2013, but I feel like I missed a few. So it's like 2007, well no, 16 when the show happened,
1: yeah? No, it was early this year. Okay. When did we go to Connecticut?
0: Um, I think it was sixteen. No, it was in the fall. Really? Or Yeah, it was like October, November. It was like this time last year. Yes, because, yeah, it was 2016.
1: It was 2016?
0: Yeah. 2000, it, so we'll fast forward a bit. So we, we got some really troubling news.
1: So probably the most memorable show I've seen for several reasons this is going to be the good segue for this. 2007. Oh, it's a church? 2007. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what month it was. The Almighty Hops picks up the village voice and has no idea what's about to happen. She picks it Can't up wait. and she opens it. And she's flipping through trying to find some shows to see what's going on, read some articles, and just chill while she's like, riding the Metro North or her job in Westchester and just chill on it. When you were doing the porn uh, yeah, I was doing, books. Yeah, I was doing the sex books that was up a in Westchester. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. There were a lot of lesbians who were happy for the books that were put out. That makes me happy. Yeah. Good for them. A lot of joy. Yeah. joy is good. Um, and I'm flipping through the pages and all of a sudden I get to a page. It's a big, it's a right side page, Orange. Orange. With this woman standing in the middle of it. Ladies. 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 This outfit. It's like, Sharon Jones. Oh, yes. Yes. Live at the Apollo. First time live at the Apollo, October 6th, 2007. It's like, I have no idea what this is. I had never heard of her before. And I looked at this, and there's this lady. She's all confident standing there. And she's like, yep. She's just basically just saying, I'm the tits. Pay attention. I was like, "Yes, (laughs) ma'am." Which is of course, yes, ma'am. Yeah, tickets go on sale on Friday. It's like I have no idea what this is. I'm just going to buy them. I have, I don't know. This is normal, by the way. Yes, probably normal. This is what she does. I do it. Sometimes you you get the vibe, man. Like sometimes you know. Like I'd never seen, I never listened to Spiritualize until I heard they were doing the shows for Spin Magazine at Radio City, and they did "Ladies and Gentlemen, We Are Floating in Space in Its entirety," and I was like blown the fuck out of my face from watching that. Right,
0: this is why you're my music muse. So I you.
1: <laughs> no, continue. no, this is perfect. People need to know the hops. They need to know. Yeah. This is it. And so I get these tickets. I have no idea who it is. I just get a vibe. Sometimes you just know. You just see something and you're like, yeah. I either need this or I need to be at this thing. This, somehow this has to work. Yeah. Like the horn thing. Yeah. The, yeah, right. yeah, like the horn thing. So I get these tickets, and it was a tour for the Sharon Jones and Adapt Kings record, 100 Days, 100 Nights, which they'd had two previous records before that. I don't fucking know who they were. I didn't even know this record existed. It was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. And then I started listening to it, and I was like, well, this is some Motown stuff happening here. I kind of like it. It's soulful. <laughs> it sounds great. And I enjoyed it. And my dad was really is really into Motown music and he's really into like top 40 stuff from when he was growing up, which is a lot of that Motown stuff for tops and such. Yeah. So I'd grown up with that and I listened to it a lot. And he'd tell me about seeing bands live and like what that's like. And you watch videos and you see like, you know, it's just a bunch of four guys in a bunch of suits, like doing the same choreographed like dance moves. And yeah. And someone's in the front like, eh, and there's a bunch yeah. of guys in the back, like twirling around at yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's pretty much how that goes. That doesn't mean that it's, it's great. It's right. Amazing music fantastic never hear that shit again until october 2007 when i finally show up at this show at the apollo to which i'd never been at the apollo before until this day
0: which is crazy because it's a new york kid who's never been to the apollo it's
1: historic right it's important
0: and like a music lover yeah anyway i'm not judging you're watching like
1: you know, uh, what was it? The variety show at the Apollo after Saturday right. Live every day. And no yeah, one has, like yeah. in their city, like, right. which is insane. And so well, we you go. made
0: it when you were meant to make it there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you get there? No. whatever.
0: Um, well, you can take the one, two or three and then <laughs>
1: exit at 125th Street. And so we go. And I'm sitting on the bottom level in the back which i think that place is only two levels anyway maybe i i've three. never i've actually never
0: know. been there so i'm sorry tar- i'm sorry we'll have i'm to sorry go. no
1: no we have, we have to go cuz it's important yes and it's great and it's a landmark and it's right. the best yes i want to take a tour and rub the little wood plank in the back but we'll see whenever that happens rub the wood yeah okay have you ever seen that late night I thing
0: i just wanted to hear you admit it's that you me. wanted to rub the wood i That's totally want
1: to rub the wood All I, really I wanted to hear will, yeah okay i'm going to rub all, all the, the luck wood. out of that wood that I can get <laughs> everything as everybody should. Yeah. So continue. So the, you want to be spent by the time <laughs> we're finished with it. Well, so, yeah. So we go and there's like the curtain goes up and it's set up the same way that you would expect any big band Motown show to be. There's uh band stands and there's a horn section and there's a, Big ass, like, drum section and guitarists on one side, backup singers on another side, and then they start playing. And it's just super fast, uh, melodic, uh, what's the word? R&B, maybe. I'm really terrible with categories for stuff. And then the... uh Categories are for wimps. Category?
0: Uh, who needs that shit? Right? right. It's good jams. Things are happening emotions yeah. are flying things
1: are happening they're playing James they're playing going. like a song yeah. or two and then binky kryptite who's the mc comes out and he's like everyone are you ready yeah i'm ready oh, yeah. you know are you ready for the main event i'm ready for the main event you know <laughs> it's like, are you ready i'm ready are you ready for 110 pounds of soul excitement oh my god we're so ready for miss <laughs> sharon jones and then fucking the lady from the ad that I had never seen before comes out. Tell me, she shimmies out
0: and oh my god, can she do anything outfit. less? No, because she's the best and her best. little in her oh little secret
1: fucking outfit. She's like shimmies around, running on oh out there gosh. singing. And Sharon Jones, I don't know if anybody knows anything about Sharon Jones. Sharon you Jones started out wanting to be a singer, yep. and the record executives told her she was too short and too black, and they were like, no. And then she just spent the rest of her days trying to just do wedding singing and do other kind of stuff until she got it going, and then Daptone was like, we love you, we want to sign you and just put out some records, and then all this momentum built to this point. So this lady that was told she could never do it, did it, and played the stage that she idolized to be on and was there. It was the first night she'd ever done it. (gasps) I was there. I did not know that. I was there. I did not know that. I was there. And... Say it louder. First night she was there. I was there. I was there. Well, first night she was there playing. First night I was ever there, seeing her, knowing her, and being in that place. I had no idea. That's
0: amazing. it was also
1: to throw another fucking log on the fire. It was also right after James Brown died. Oh, so not shit. only was it the first time that I was there and that she'd played there, that I'd seen her, that I'd even heard of who they were. It was the night that she was able to tribute him at the stage that he played at, that he played at. And they That's did like four songs in a row of his and did a whole amazing. montage of his work. That's amazing. It was the closest I'd ever come to seeing any of the stuff I'd ever heard about since I was young. So, Just do what you're going to do. We heard that the Dillinger Escape <laughs> Plan sure, was going gonna to disband 20 years after they started. So they were going to end. 2017 was going to be it. Unlike. It was going to be it. Unlike. Yeah. Unlike. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. And Big thumbs down. But thanks except- for ruining our lives, person, right. from the Philadelphia University bookstore. You are right. the worst for putting us through that for 20 exactly. years. Exactly. So, so you are
0: here and now you're our enemy. You
1: are the worst. And so we heard about this and we decided, you know what? We got the word in 2016, last year. Yes you know what we're gonna see as many shows of theirs as we can humanly they just came out with a new
0: record and it's amazing so good and we're like you know what
1: they are never gonna tour this record again this is gonna be it so we're gonna see as many shows of of this as many as
0: possible the third one right it was philly on a weekday at union
1: transfer on like a
0: tuesday so i parked my car here so i'm living in queens hops lives in jersey i now live in jersey and the show is in philly so i parked my car in jersey two days prior and then we leave after work on a tuesday we leave at five and we drive down to philly for the show and then we go to the show at union transfer and it was amazing and then we drive back and we go to work wednesday morning the next show was friday yeah it was friday it was friday uh in long island and this is where
1: So the show is Friday in Long Island. Yes. And we plan this out. We're like, yeah, you know, we're gonna get out of work early and we're gonna get the Long Island Railroad because we wanna go get weird. No one wants yeah. to drive. Right. No one wants to drive no one drive. wants to drive. And wants to drive to Long Island? Who are, long driving to Long Island, Island is the worst so far. Everyone's going out there. Yep. Everyone's sitting on the stupid expressway, mm-hmm. just waiting to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. So fuck it. We're and gonna nobody's take at the anywhere. railroad. Yep, And we're going to brown bag it, and we're going to yep. get weird, and we're going to go, yeah, A road beer. beer it. We're just going to, you know. Do that thing. Yeah, vomit comedy on the way back. We didn't. and We could have. Well, we could have. But, but we, we didn't. Were, we held our own. We were being were ladies. Fun. We were being ladies. And so so we're heading out there, and to preface this, you know, Dillinger is breaking up, right? It's going to be sad.
0: <sighs> I so can't. And
1: then we find out for the... Two previous years before that, that Sharon Jones has pancreatic cancer. Yeah. And that bitch can't keep her down. That bitch fights it, is in remission. Yes. And then we only find out before it that she actually got it back. Yeah. And so we go to Long Island. Yeah. We're sitting there eating dinner. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck. This. Yeah. Fuck. I totally forgot about this shit. This is why this matters.
0: This is totally why this matters. So we get a text is it from you. I
1: think it's from from Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe, the best boyfriend ever. He is such a great human. Joe texts Everybody me to know. from listening to downtown Soulville on WFMU, the best soul show on the radio. And Mr. Finewine says, everyone, I'm sorry, but Miss Sharon Jones has passed. Oh,
0: fuck. That's right. I totally forgot that was the same day. And we're so we eating eating
1: that. sushi. We're eating sushi. And we close that out. And we experience one of their last shows at the Paramount. Which might have been the only... No, it wasn't. I take that back. I was going to say it's the only show that Greg didn't jump off the balcony, but that was Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, he didn't jump off.
1: Yeah. That was the one where he was like, I need someone to jump off, and I didn't hear it. Yeah. But yeah. So it's all interconnected. It is. You don't think it is, but it is. But it is. So now that's ending too now. Yeah. So we experience this. Yes. Together. Together. And we're so blown the fuck away that we're on the train on the way home. And we're like, how do we even encapsulate these experiences? Like, do other people have these experiences? We, we, We can't be the only ones.
0: We can't be. And
1: like we can't be the only ones, but do these bands even know? Do they know? Do they and even know how they how people feel about seeing them? And I'm sure on
0: like some level, yes, they do. But do they know on like an actual like when I was 19, this happened and it changed this, or when I was on that level, it's like yeah, you hear like yeah, I went to a show and it was really great, but there's such deeper shit happening that I feel like isn't, that people are talking about, but it's not
1: catalogued. And so that's what we want to do. Yeah.
0: And that's the whole point of this entire thing.
1: (laughs) The whole point of the entire thing. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Pit. You can find bonus content on our website, TailsFromThePitpod.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Tales from the Pit Pod. And if you have a story you want to share, drop us a line at talesfromthepitpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Till next time. Please.